And we're back. It's been how long? When was the last podcast? Friday. Yeah, but we haven't released it because somebody because hasn't I haven't done, done the glossary. <laughs> so we're just waiting. There's on. a backlog of podcasts. I'll get it tonight. <laughs> I'll get it tonight. I'm done today at 3.30, so I should be ready to go. Oh, yeah, great. Good stuff. Good stuff. We were going to have a guest today. But he's crippled. Well, that's, that's unfair. Richard is... Sprightly. Probably. <laughs> Intimacently sprightly. Yeah, I think that would be um, top description of Richard in his Tinder profile. (laughs) Sprightly older gentleman. Oh, not older. He's a middle-aged gentleman. He does claim to be. He's 59. He doesn't claim to be 59. He says that to me all the time. And then he told me the other day, yeah, that when I was at at college back in 67 or something, I was like, well, Richard, (laughs) we think you're... (laughs) You know, because if you're going to lie, don't use that. That's not a coaster. Well, it makes a lot of noise when I put it down, see? But Jesus Christ, just for anyone... Uh, who thinks that perhaps I was a little bit melodramatic there? Miles she tried was. to use. I wasn't. Miles tried to use my headphones case as case. a coaster. It's not. It's a, it's a bag, really. It's not a case. It's yeah, a it's a leather bag. Is it actual leather? No. No, it's faux leather. But it's faux it's protecting, leather. It protects the headphones. We're going to use this keyboard. I'm going to take part of that. We're surrounded today by, by garbage. Trash. Yeah. Um, this is the image I'm going to use on, like on the life. podcast. So. It's <laughs> Whoa. A Your life is garbage. No, I'm surrounded by garbage. Oh, wow. Well, diamond, diamond in the rough. <laughs> diamond in the rough. Uh, I very much enjoyed when I was younger and to a lesser extent, significant part of my adult life, Aladdin. And Diamond in the rough is how Aladdin refers to himself. Yes, yes. My diamond in the rough. Cool. What's your favorite Disney film? Uh, favorite Disney film. James and the Giant Peach isn't Disney, is it? I mean, no. I think it was Pixar, but it's not an original Disney film. It was original. Uh, James and the Giant Peach is by Roald Dahl. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's not Disney. Though. That's true, but I don't think it I don't is. Think Disney. Aladdin's it's also Disney, too is it? new. Is Aladdin originally Disney? Like, is it a Disney story? I don't think so. No, it's not an original Disney story. But I think it's Pixar. I don't know. Aladdin is old school. Isn't Pixar part of Disney? Probably. But what I'm basically saying is, what's your favorite original Disney film? Not any of these kind of... Basically not... I don't want to hear Toy Story or anything like that. Because it's too new. You have to pick from the classic collection. Oh, you mean like a cartoon, not a... Animated film. Basically, yes. It's, what's your favorite Disney where people put in a lot of effort to draw? To draw. Like, specifically drawing, not claymation. I mean, an original one. You know what I mean. Stop being so young. Uh. The Little Mermaid. I can't Mermaid, say I have a favorite the Jungle Disney Book. Movie. I never even watched Jungle Book. Was, Somebody. Isn't Mowgli or what's the name? Mowgli is Mowgli, in the Jungle Mowgli. Book. Mowgli. Yes. Somebody, we're playing that game. Where you put, uh, like, stickers on your head. Or your favorite game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what I play in class way too much. Uh, no, anyways, you put stickers on your head. Like, somebody so gives you a name. People are having way too much fun in your classes. There are. This is really classes. not what happens in my class. That's why I have overbooked Monday classes, because there's too many people. Yeah, you should just have less games. I'm not a big fan of the game. Of the game? Just gen- Well, I like the game, the film, and the book. Never but... watched that. Never read that. Yeah. 
It's well, they're different, but the game, I think, is the film with um, the man who is married to Catherine Zeta-Jones, Michael Douglas. It's a very good '90s film. Don't know Catherine Zeta-Jones. She. Constantine actually uh, introduced me to the word cuck just really? this morning. Just this morning. I had to look it up. In, uh, you had to look it up. It's a guy who likes to watch his wife get fucked by other men. That's a cuckold. A cuckold. Yes. Oh, oh I see what's no, happening. Is she the cuckold? Or is he the cuckold? No, I thought he's... he's it's the same thing. Cuckold. cuckold. Oh, it's part of that. Oh, it's yeah. the shortened word. I did yeah. not know that. But cuckold is a very old word that yeah. is used in Shakespeare. Yeah. I've never... It's like a beta male kind of guy who is not... He's not very... He's a follower, not a leader. Yeah, not everyone can be a leader. If the world was full of leaders, it'd be chaos. I I agree. (laughs) Okay, we should try desperately not to... There's another term, snowflakes. Everybody thinks they're a leader nowadays. Everybody thinks they're... Snowflake, is that what that means? I thought a snowflake was some sort of liberal Hollywood actor who basically desperately wants to make Mm. overly liberal and sentimental statements. No, 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 no. You're you're at the liberal thing there, but the snowflake thing is the idea that, like, every person now thinks they're unique. Oh, really? Right, yeah, because snowflakes are all unique. Just newsflash everyone. We are not unique. We are not brilliant. Everything we do is going to... Fail and ultimately not be remembered. Yeah. Like hashtag sentimental. Yeah, so don't be a snowflake. Just be a part of the crowd, man. Yeah, just be, be a, a cog. There's nothing Be a beta male, be a cuck. No, I think that's unfair because those are negative things, but I think being a, a cog is, is certainly not a. a By the cog. way, the, the word cuck nowadays definitely does not mean like a guy. Like it's, it's taking a different connotation, not just like it a guy can... who likes to watch his wife get fucked. But yeah, it means just like a kind of. That, know, it, I don't think that's not what very a aggressive. Is. I just like to point out the original meaning of a cuckold was somebody whose wife was cheating on him. It's why. In, I thought it was somebody who specifically like knew that and didn't care. I don't think it's about caring. I think, I think it's sort of allowing or tolerating some betrayal or infidelity. Yeah, tolerating exactly. Like not being. I, I thought there was some specific like enjoyment about it. Like no, the guy I think likes that. Just kidding. Can you stop referring to this like wife getting getting wife in being involved in yes romantic relations with my man <laughs> romantic relations blah, don't like that <laughs> that's not what romance I blah. that's unfair candles I... blah. romantic dinners blah. <laughs> none of that <laughs> that's I am a big <clears throat> fan of romance thank you very much. For all of you listeners out here are trying to woo Stephanie. Woo. Uh, woo is a word that we, in fact, covered, Miles, if you follow my syllabus this week. <laughs> we would have covered it in Sherlock Holmes. Oh, well, you know, I, I told you about my incident <laughs> in that class. Made it up. You'd made it up to part 2A, as was planned. I told you my incident in that class and why we did not make it up to part 2A, as was planned. Yeah, we'll have to, might have to rethink. I did <clears throat> want to read that, but... Uh, Sadly, that was not, yeah, not it was, possible. It was. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of uh, romance. I mean, romance in itself is not. If we think of what 
traditionally and classically romanticism is. It's uh, appreciation of beauty and truth. It does not mean buying someone a massive Appreciation heart. of beauty and truth. Yes, if you think of the romantic movement, it's certainly not about having nice candlelit dinners and, 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 and you know, buying a huge teddy bear for somebody. Mm. That wasn't the original <laughs> sense of it. Isn't that beauty, though? Huge teddy bears? And, no, uh, it's, it's tacky. Tacky, it's cliche. Tacky. Waste of money takes up a lot of room. Gimmicking a little bit. I just, I feel quite glad that I don't have to Hold carry on. a... Tacky, cliche, gimmicky. Make a lot of work. I just, whenever I move, part of me feels really grateful that I don't have to carry around a load of tat from previous relationships. No sentimentality. That's what I think. Um, yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if I had, if I had ever been gifted lots of... Shit. I'm sure you wouldn't be too against it. You'd think it's cute in the moment, especially if you're yes, like in the moment. I mean, if it's small, person. if it's a small thing. I mean, I don't mind small things. Actually, um, most jewelry. Romantic... What about jewelry? <sighs> jewelry. I, I obviously everyone likes jewelry. I am ultimately a female, therefore I am. Um... <laughs> she is ultimately a female. <laughs> Under all the layers of other things, she's ultimately. A I am female. ultimately female, and therefore I am susceptible to the usual trappings of my gender. Wow, that's a therefore... lot. <laughs> Therefore, of course, I like to be provided with uh, nice things. I mean, nice who things. doesn't? There you go. Again, if you're trying to woo Stephanie, nice things. It's the way to go. Nice things. Yeah. Not giant teddy bears, though. Not large Not nice trash. things. Only small nice things. No, something useful. You, is jewelry really useful? Like, I mean, it makes you look richer. It's more fashionable. Is it? That's basically Fashionable? Idea. Really? I mean, it depends on the jewelry. I guess there's some unfashionable. I don't know. Jewelry. I think most of the time, if you again, if you don't notice jewelry, it's doing its job correctly. If normally, if you look at jewelry, you think, "Wow, that is a really big necklace or earring." Or what about like golden hoops? Those are a stamp, like a, a, a staple, but they're they're awful. Only the like sign of a prostitute. No. <laughs> I never golden associated hoops. golden hoops with hoop prostitution. Earrings is like really tacky, right? Hoop earrings. I've always hoop liked earring. hoop earrings. Well, Michael, well. I'm sorry, I just called you Michael then because I was Michael. imagining a conversation uh -oh. with my friend Michael and where I'm saying, Michael, your taste is wrong. <laughs> so, well, Miles, you can clearly judge American. by my, my taste right oh, now. Oh, I I'm should wearing, um, uh, point out that Miles, is, as also you'll see on the image for the podcast, Miles is dressed as a football player today. I'm not dressed as a football player. <laughs> I thought I'm you'd come in fancy like dress. I'm a football player. I'm not, I'm not, you know, spending my time... Thinking like I really want to look like you know Cristiano Ronaldo or no no you want Neuer. to you want to look like Manuel Neuer Manuel Neuer because you were wearing his shirt I'm not okay yeah it's yeah you know what I just didn't really want to get dressed this morning so I just so put on shirt still getting dressed well there's some minimum level of getting dressed and all so of putting my putting in a football shirt no, 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 is just above it, being right. naked and under a suit. <laughs> this is what you were saying in the spectrum. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. So the, the usual things I do when I'm feeling lazy, because I have a lot of shirts that are not ironed. And Good I God! Yeah. <laughs> Shock! And, uh... Who the fuck just opened that door? I think it might have been the wind. What wind? We're in the toilet. <laughs> Shut the door. I did ask him. Yeah, so, sorry, tell me about what you do. Oh yeah, so here's back, back to what I do if I don't have any... Uh, Ironed shirts to wear. Because, I mean, okay, this is better than an unironed dress shirt. Really? You have to admit. Yes. No. Wearing a football jersey is better than an unironed dress <laughs> shirt. I really disagree with you, though. 
You really, if you wear an unironed dress shirt, it's like you have no other options. Or you don't have any other clothes. Yes, this should not be the other option. This is the other option. I'm going to Samsung, man. It's not like oh, and super gonna high what? dress You're going to come in and they're going to be like, oh my god, yeah, it's not your shirt. Let's have a big talk about football. No, I'm not. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I just don't think they're going to give a shit. Of course they maybe don't care necessarily what they you're They don't working. care. That's... Samsung has the loosest dress code of any place. I saw a guy walking around in underwear. I'm, I shit you not. He yeah, was he was going underwear. to yoga. Yeah, does that give you a, a like a pass to wear underwear around the hall? I do. I think they're just short Why don't you, shorts. No, no. It was, it was compression shorts, which are underwear. He was oh, not wearing Lord. anything under them, for sure. Well, I've never seen that. I've seen people carrying towels around because they often. I can see the shape of his... Reproductive organs. Oh, deal. No, no, no. Maybe yeah. I just don't look at these things. Maybe you concentrate a little bit too much about on the male reproductive organs. <laughs> I mean, it's the compression shorts. What you wear when you go to the gym. Like, as, Why do as you need underwear. compression shorts? Why do you wear compression shorts? Yeah, well, what's the purpose of this? I don't know. I guess it keeps you... It's, it prevents cramping. What do you... I don't understand. Cramping? I know what the word cramping means. I'm not talking about like menstrual cramps. Right? I'm talking about like you know normal like, cramps. Like, like when your when muscles. your muscles are too strained, mm -hmm. they cramp. But when you're wearing compression shorts, it keeps I don't know like centers blood flow in that area. Yeah, I'm. So really like runners will often wear compression socks, for example, which the keep... kind of thing that you wear on a long haul flight to stop deep vein thrombosis. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. I know them in this sense. But you also <laughs> wear it for like long distance running. So I once thought I had deep vein, deep vein thrombosis. You're a hypochondriac. I'm not hypochondriac, but um, I made my dad take me to the emergency. What? Well, I thought I was going. I thought I was having um, a seizure, <laughs> a stroke. No, I thought I was going. I had an embolism. Maybe I was going to have one. I thought maybe I had a bubble in my blood, and so I made my dad what? take me to the um, emergency service. And they told you. That I you said like... that I'd just come off a like. I, Increase it up a bit. I said, oh, you know, kind of, I've just been on a flight and I, I'm feeling I've got some like chest palpitations and I think I better have like an MRI scan. And they had it, they didn't find anything wrong. And then they asked me um, where I'd flown from and I said Germany and they told me to get out because the flight is about an hour. Um, and I kind of left out that little detail. It has to be long flights. I don't know anything. Yeah, about, it's a long like, haul flight usually. Thrombosis or anything. It's because when. So you're in you're the, like nitrogen yeah. in the blood or something like that. I don't know right? which particular gas it is, but um, it's when you're... gas in my blood. Oh, yeah. I'm not a hypochondriac. Just... You ever uh, watch that... Well, not watch. Uh, Y'all, I suppose, watch or uh, read the play, The Imaginary Invalid? No. I think it's a uh, gay guy. You know what I'm talking about? Gay playwright. Oscar Wilde? I think it's Oscar Wilde. Oh, Miles. What? That's the only thing I remember about Oscar Wilde. Is, yeah, he's he's Irish. Irish. He was Irish. I've never heard of that play. Yeah, imagine, I think it's Oscar Wilde. I could be the wrong. Imaginary Invalid. It's yeah. not one that I've heard of. It's a it's detective one. crime thing about a hypochondriac. I will have to check that because I thought I knew all of the Oscar Wilde plays. It might not be Oscar Wilde. You also just messed up his name, so I don't know. Yeah, I said right, and I think Oscar I was thinking Wright. playwright. Play, play Oscar Wright. I like um, I like Oscar Wilde. I like very much uh, Picture of Dorian Gray. Have you read it? Nope, sitting on my shelf. A lot of other books. Do you have a nice bound edition of it? No, I am um, a box set. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to the first. Uh, yeah, for set. anyone who's listening and uh, is looking you for can, continuity. Yeah, this is our um, this is our references to ourselves. Yeah. Um, 
No, I just I got, I got it here in Russia, so I just stole it from like somebody's. You know, like at, at the entrance to the house, sometimes people like put old books there. Yeah. Isn't in English. Isn't in English, yeah. So oh. I picked it up. Why would anyone why would anyone throw that away? It's just like a little shitty paperback one. It's not a very good copy. But still. I'd be I'd been delighted if I found that somewhere. I was delighted when I found it. Yeah, you haven't I was read ecstatic. It. It's a really nice book. It's his only novel that he ever wrote, actually. Really? Yes. He <laughs> he seemed to get by with doing very little. He was um, made quite a name for himself with a very small collection of poetry when he was at Trinity College, Dublin. And then he managed to wangle a um, trip to the U.S. based Wait. on this. And I think it was Whistler, the um, um, American um, artist, who said that... Whistler? Yes. Whistler? The artist, very famous wit. Uh, I mean, famous wit. Famous wit. Famous wit. I mean, Whistler, Whistler, and Oscar Wilde were famous wits of the time, and supposedly Oscar Wilde always uh, took the puns that Whit that Whistler said. And there's this quite famous story at a dinner party where Whistler said something quite amusing, and Oscar Wilde said, "Oh, I wish I'd said that." And Whistler responded with, "Don't worry, Oscar, you will." <laughs> Isn't that nice? It's nice. <laughs> you weren't even paying I wasn't attention. Listening. I was reading my uh, my cup here. Montenegrin. Who's that? Montenegro is a country. Montenegrin commandments. Like, is it about Montenegro? Probably. This is bizarre. I can't believe you just. I was just telling you a really interesting story about Oscar Wilde, and what you decide in your football shirt is more worthy of your attention <laughs> is random. What's with you in the football shirt? Why don't you <laughs> like it? It's a fairly normal thing to wear a soccer I don't think so. I don't know if I've ever seen a football shirt in reality for a, very, for a long time now. What? You've never seen a person wearing a football jersey? Yeah, maybe at school. At but... school? Ugh. Let's not get back to school. I, I occasionally wear a football jersey, even to class. Yeah, I have one that has a collar, so that one's kind of nice. I can wear it to class. This one's not a collar, of course. I will never forget the, this moment. You walked in in a football jersey. It's warm today. You're not going to be able to justify it. You can talk about how you were lazy. You can talk about how it's warm. You can talk about a lot of things, but I still think you should have gone with the unironed dress shirt. With the unironed dress shirt. I don't know. Maybe I'm just no, wrong. No, I mean, here's I'm, the I'm, other I'm, thing that you could do, and this is probably what I should have done. Wear a sweater. Like, wear an undiron dress shirt with a sweater over it, that's the way to go. To be honest, I think you don't, at least if I see a, an iron dress shirt, I don't think, well, that's unironed. I, I have pretty much no response to that it. Person. Where I am having a response to the football t shirt. Well, at least it's a talking point. That's what I go for, isn't it? Talking points. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm a. I don't know what I was going to say there. I'm, a walking just, conversation. A walking conversation starter, yeah. yeah. What do you call that? You should have teamed it with talking some piece. Steps. Talking piece. What do you have? A centerpiece or something. You know, something in your house that's interesting that starts conversations. What do you call that? I don't that? know. Well, I don't what, know. What, you'd have something in your house that starts conversations. What yeah, like let's say I have like a statue of like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Aphrodite. Something like that, yeah. Some kind of, you know, uh, risque... Statue or something, or not a statue, just like a little, you know, thing in yeah. the center of my table or something like that. Okay. It starts conversation. Conversation between whom? Between people who come to my house. Well, first of all, why are you inviting people that you do not have the ability to talk to? 
No, like for example, there's a party. But that sounds like the worst kind of party ever. If if and they're talking about like if the, there's this awkward silence and the best thing anyone can come up is randomly point to something around the room and ask about it. No, it's you well, interesting things. things. Do you know what you I have interesting instead? things in my house. I do too, but no one ever sees them. Yes, but I think it would be a good idea at a party if you're worried that the conversation flow might ebb. Um, is just print out kind of topics that you think are a good idea to talk about and stick them around the wall. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. Like you're insulting your guests. You're like, well, in case you didn't have anything to talk about, here's a fucking idea. Oh, as opposed to a statue in the middle of the table. Okay, well, that's like may, such may, may not have been the best thing. example. It could be like a weird book or something too, like a coffee table book. That's it's particularly strange. A like coffee table, medieval book. torture what, techniques or something a, like what's that. What's a coffee table book? You've never heard of a coffee table book? Is it a book that? What, I'm sorry. What is it about coffee tables? No, you've never heard of a coffee table book. No. A coffee table book is one of those like oversized books that's usually Oversize. low on on text and high in pictures. That like children have. No, like an oversized book, for example. A like, large book. It's an oversized book. It's not. It's luggage. called oversized. What's that? What does that size mean? Give me the dimensions. Oh, of an what is it? A philosophical question. What is? Size? No, it's not a philosophical it's not question. I'm asking for an actual like, quantitative answer. Half the size of this table here that we're on. I don't. I can't. I, so this I, table is like, like a like meter 30, long. Yeah, a so meter like by point. Maybe a little seven. bit less than that. A little bit less than that. So it's, it's a book which it's a is measured... It's a third of this table. Okay, so it's a book that's measured in meters rather than centimeters. It's a big book. Oversized books. Oversized. Okay, and it has a lot of images in them. and it's... Yeah, it's, it's something you thumb through as you're drinking your coffee in the morning. That's why it's called a coffee table. You put it on your coffee table and when you're sitting having coffee, you thumb through it. Why? Thumb through. Why? Yeah. Because it's just, you don't have to put a lot of attention into it, and they're usually just interesting pictures and stuff. Like an art book, lots of times art, art books are good copy books. Or I have like an illustrated history of uh, World War Two. It's a good copy <laughs> book. Is it heavy on images and less on text? It's heavy, I mean, it's really cool actually. It's, it's made kind of like, it's, it's made kind of like a, I don't even know, it's like a, like a pop art style to it. It's actually no, okay, I quite like pop art. So, so what you're saying is that people buy coffee table books to have on display for the off chance that guests come around and have nothing to talk about. Is this Well, not just of... that. It's something you do when there's no, not, not just for your guests, for yourself, too. Like, you, you sit down and there's a cocktail book that you never really finish reading because it's <gasps> huge. No, we don't like that. We never really finish reading. Like, it's not, they're not meant to be read, like, cover to cover. What's the point of them? The point? Point. I fail to see the function. But how do you... What do you mean? It's the same thing as, like... What do you do when you're bored? You thumb through the bored. internet, thumb through like Instagram or something, right? You no, I'm usually yeah. You, you like this phrasal verb, right? But thumb it's the through. same thing as like checking Instagram, but it's just a book. It's just interesting pictures that you don't really need to read about, and there usually is like some text about it. But I have a books that I'm reading at home. All right, we're gonna like, do a little cocktail books here, so you can figure out what I'm talking about. I can understand what you're talking about. Don't that's that's the glossary page. Open up a new tab. Alright. We'll include a coffee table book. You don't need to type now. in Google, you can oh just God. type it straight in. Uh coffee. Coffee table. Coffee bean. Book that's the fucking third thing or the fourth thing that comes up there. 
Bam. There's even a Wikipedia page here. Okay. Oversized. Use the exact same word that I use. <laughs> oh my god, there's, Look a, at this. there's a Wikipedia page and that means what? And it has exactly. the exact same wordage that I use. Yeah, did maybe you memorized it from Wikipedia. I didn't memorize the Wikipedia <laughs> page. A coffee table book is an oversized, usually hard-covered book whose purpose is for display on a table intended for use in an area in which one entertains guests. <laughs> which it can serve to inspire conversation. That's exactly what I said. Is it not? Well, it, not how exactly would you arrive at this Wikipedia page typing into Google like, oh, how do I entertain my guests when I don't have anything to talk about? It's just a common thing that it's lots of people Obviously, have. it's such a common thing. I don't have one. What? I've never even heard what of it. the Scottish Those book? people, that, oh, they do have coasters. It's okay. What is the Scottish book? It's in Polish. What the fuck? I just stumbled upon something very strange. Yeah, but that's actually quite interesting because um, it's noting uh, down. So the most famous cocktail uh, book was called the Scottish Book, and it was a thick notebook used by mathematicians of the Lvov School of Mathematics in Poland for jotting down problems meant to be solved. The notebook was named after the one? Scottish Cafe where it was kept. See, that's actually and quite nice. I would like to have a copy of that book. See, well, there you go. That's a very good coffee it. table book. And you would read it occasionally, right? And your guests would be like, what the fuck is this? And, and your read guests... All, read all of it and then so put it in back the, in the let's shelf. Let's say you go to the bathroom and your guests are still sitting on the, on, you know, the, I thought the you were going to say you go to the bathroom and take it with you then. No, <laughs> no your, your guests are still sitting on the table <laughs> alone and then they can read your coffee table book. How about you? This is where you usually say... I don't see say, why you're so against this. Okay, guys, you can talk about these topics whilst I'm away. I should not be gone more than two minutes. Don't, you don't have to baby them. Don't force them to talk about things. Just give them mild hints like this interesting book. Then they don't have to read the book if they know it's not interesting. That, that description was exactly what I said a cocktail book. Though. Yeah, I? it was It was exactly what you said. That was literally like word for word, oversized, entertain guests, and inspire conversation. That was exactly what I said. Yeah, well done. You you know the Wikipedia I could have page. Written, maybe, maybe I wrote this article just to come over here and like piss you off. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> you're not pissing me off. With you're not pissing me off with the words. I just the whole notion of a coffee table book is somewhat irritating to me. I don't know why. What do you, I don't understand why. It's it's good. I do know. I just feel like it's done what? for show. Why are we looking at the fucking waveform? I mean that. I like looking at the waveform. I like reading about coffee table books. Well. Uh, it's my See, computer, and therefore I get to choose in, in what Russia, we're looking at. In Russia, do you have uh, something called a coffee table book? What? A coffee table See, book. See, Svetha doesn't know what it is. So it's a book, like a, a lar- usually a large book, maybe about art, maybe about some kind of interesting topic, usually with a lot of pictures that you have on your like main, um, you know, area coffee for table. guests. Area for guests, <laughs> right? <laughs> And yeah. it's a book that's supposed to inspire conversation between <laughs> guests. Yeah, it's a fatal one, probably. Something like that. Not <laughs> always a fatal. No, 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 it's not, though. It's usually about some kind of topic, right? So, for example, I have one that's about World War II. But a lot of people have, apparently just want to do all of your Do all of your guests enjoy looking at images from World War well, II? Well, to be honest, usually my coffee table is... is covered in your models. It's covered in my <laughs> models from World War II, so... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so there's no option for me. I like to imagine sort of your, your home layout is, okay, you have the right props, but they're all instead of having away. guests, they're in their box. And, and what you then have instead are endless and countless models that you're working on. Endless and countless. There's just one model that I'm working on. It just takes a lot Yeah, of but days. you have lots of little facets to the model, right? So one of your, your diorama is not just... 
one tiny man. It's it's a horde of it's them. It's four men. It's four men and a, and a cow, cow and a pig <laughs> and a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on another diorama. Of, and what's that about? Uh, it's not really. Oh, I can't wait. This diorama. Well, can you not it's, reveal it until it's ready? <laughs> no, it's uh, North Africa. It's going to be a American Stuart light tank, which is one of my favorite tanks of the war. Very versatile. Uh, also, a lot of them were given to Russia through Lendley's. So Russia's lost a lot of stewards. And um, it's going to be in Tunisia, probably. So I wonder what my favorite tank is. Oh, this is a tough Cromwell, one. Cromwell, Churchill, it's tough one of those two. I'll have to get back to you on that. It's really... Firefly? Firefly. It's a tank called the Firefly. Firefly it's actually an American tank, but modified by the Brits. Firefly? Uh, the movie? Serenity? I watched Serenity. I haven't watched Firefly. No, the, the TV series by uh, Just Whedon. I know, but I, I've watched the I movie. I still can't TV believe series. that it was it was it was axed. I mean, it was it was really shocking. I remember they finished it after the movie, didn't they? The movie it was wasn't finished. Oh, this Jesus. is really oh, unclear sh- why why they. Why, why they asked it? It was it was really 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 great. And I remember whilst we were at the university, we sort of uh, did think about organising a petition. You were going to petition them. Going to write a letter okay. and get some signatures, and then Hollywood would think again. I saw that actor recently in a movie. The uh, oh yes, I'll watching Dodgeball. You ever watch Dodgeball? Dodgeball is a sport. sport. We, no, we just said that simultaneously. Yeah, Jinx. I'm giving you my knowledge. Jinx. Then. Jinx, you get the pinch, I get the wish. <laughs> Back to you. I don't know what that was. <laughs> you said Jinx, you owe me a soda. I had to buy somebody a soda. No, Jinx is when if you jinx somebody, um, they cannot speak until you say their name, but you can get by that. If you are the first person to say Jinx, you get the pinch, I get the wish, and then you pinch them, and then you get away. In America, you just to buy somebody a soda if they jinx you. Oh, that's so boring. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a soda. Jinx, you um, shoulder. 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 Um, he always managed to wedge it in somehow. So let's just have it. Um, I'm going to shit on the Brits a little bit here. I was just reading Max Hastings. You know Max Hastings, yeah. of course, right? He's like the premier historian of mm-hmm. World War II, one of the most. Well, he's one of the most popular. He's knighted. He was knighted, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Is he alive still? Max yes, Hastings? So. I don't know. Anyways, he's a. Uh... Hi. Uh, anyways, I was reading his Bomber Command book, which is about. Uh, Bomber, bomber command <laughs> and uh, the Battle of Berlin and that kind of stuff. He was basically just saying that it was absolutely useless. It's just a huge waste of resources. When we should have been concentrating on the like having invading Europe earlier. So well, you say British should have been concentrating on invading Europe earlier. earlier. Like Churchill yeah. was reluctant. Sorry, when to... did we invade Europe? At the same time, we did. Well, In- no, invade. Exactly. Invade Europe, yes. I mean, defend Europe. Europe, <laughs> that you invaded Europe. Europe well, was... I didn't like the use of this invade here. It suggests that we were doing something wrong. Well, obviously... you didn't have it then, so you invaded it. I don't understand. We were defending it. Surely. But it was already taken, though. It was occupied. It was occupied. It was occupied, but... And so you're occupied. invading an occupied territory. What's wrong with that? No, defending. I, I just... You're not, you're not defending something if you're attacking, though. 
They're opposites. You we're, were attacking. We're attacking the occupation, the illegal occupation. It's called invading. The invasion of Europe. That I, I, I can almost guarantee you that. There's a Wikipedia page about no, it. No, I can almost <laughs> guarantee you that the Max Hastings book about Overlord is called the Invasion of Europe. Okay, so where are you? And if Max Hastings says it, then. It's, it's right. gospel truth. No, I'm sure you're on Churchill over there. Because Churchill is really obsessed with the whole campaign of bombing because he saw it as a way to like minimize lives lost, even though it was a huge like material cost. Mm. Building these planes was really difficult, but like it didn't actually cost that many lives. And a huge percentage of bombers were killed. You mean uh, British lives? Pilots. British lives. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yes, British lives uh, did kill a, few, a lot of uh, a lot of German civilians and no, a lot of sure. French civilians and a lot of uh, and that didn't do a whole lot to the German war effort actually. So it was really ineffective at actually achieving what it was supposed to achieve. What uh, can I say? We've learned from our mistakes. We're now handling war with. Well, I think it's just I think it's just strange. I mean, Germany. Like bombed London, and Britain's like, well, we better just bomb every other one of their cities. Yeah, but and, don't don't uh, mess revenge. with the British. We will retaliate. Uh, yeah, retaliate with the uh, large area bombing that just didn't destroy any factories. Yeah, that sounds like one of our plans. That sounds like a well thought out British plan, if ever I heard one. Uh, Churchill was really obsessed with his idea, though, because he wanted to postpone. He basically wanted Russia to do the maximum amount possible before. So Britain would have to do the minimum amount possible to actually Sounds secure like a victory. Sounds like strategic planning on the behalf With your of allies, though, you're sacrificing Russian lives in order. Like, America and, and Russia both wanted to start the second front as early as possible. Britain's like, no, 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 we're going to keep bombing them for a few more years here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I didn't know enough about this topic to either defend or... Yeah, I don't know why I'm attacking this because you're the this generic is, this Brit, is the second, the and you have to defend your. I do not have to. I I certainly do. today when Constantine taught me the word cook, and was basically as you so eloquently said shitting on the British. Um, he, I, I've also been shat on today by uh, Constantine by telling me. So well, let me just on both sides say, of the war. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you the message. That Constantine sent me because it's pretty funny. So it's like eight thirty in the morning. I'm chatting with one of our my colleagues about um, just general, <laughs> just general uh, news, and uh, I receive a message from a fellow teacher. Britain is cook central, and nobody <laughs> should respect it. It's beyond contempt. Same goes for Germany and most of the European countries, with the exception of Central European ones yeah. like Poland and Hungary. Poland's great. I love Poland. It's fucked. I'm half Polish. You're half Polish. That's that's exactly. Aren't all I'm Americans essentially Polish? No, but something they were all colonized like, by Poland. Well, not a lot of <laughs> Swedish went went there, right? Swedes and Poles are not very similar. Yeah. I'm a quarter Polish actually. My grandpa's Polish. Polish. Yeah. You have any other interesting percentages of your heritage? Mm, my last name is Scottish. Not sure what percent Scott I am. You should really figure that out. You should have a nice um, ancestral, ancestral book on your coffee table. That'd be cool, like Scottish Highland clans. Um, cocktail you can book? find out what your with all the tartan. tartan is yeah, I know. I, I know what my tartan is. You know, your tartan is wild. Wow, you have There's, a suit made out of it. That would be really cool, actually. I thought about getting a suit made out of my tartan. Although, I don't think my tartan is the most beautiful tartan. I really like the, uh, the Gordon. Yeah, tartan. then you can sit at home wearing your tartan suit, making your models, and... <laughs> and, not, and not ironing my shirt so I could never wear my... <laughs> wearing a football shirt with your tartan with suit my tartan over suit, it. Right. That would probably be more 
um, classically Scottish north. Than By the way, Tartan, for all of you who don't know, in Russian it's called Shotlandka. Shotlandka. Which means also Scottish girl. Scottish girl. I can't say the S's today. I didn't Scottish girl is Scottish the same girl. as. Same word in Russian as Tartan. Uh, Why is this door keep opening? It's so frustrating. There's no because windows people aren't in here. Shutting I don't it properly. There's no people are not like making it click when they when they shut it too. They should be careful because I might get really angry. Oh yeah, but tartan. Going back to that is the like classic Scottish cloth that you think of when you think of like kilts and uh, yeah stuff like that. So and every clan has their own special tartan. Not it's like plan, in, in England. In plan. England, the good families or the estates have their own tweed. Tweed, really? Yes, they have their own tweed, so you can get books and different types of tweed. And That's uh, cool. it's why, for instance, the House of Lords supposedly smells faintly of urine. Do you make tweed a piss? Well, yes, essentially. Um, previous before. Uh, before you had more synthetic dyes, you would set the dye with urine. Really? And um, and so obviously when it would be slightly wet, it would emit the smell of, of stale urine. So the House of Lords, which was of course populated by the landed gentry, people with estates and therefore their own tweed, would wear their tweed. You're yawning in the middle of the street. <laughs> I am nowhere near finished with this, Miles, so you better buckle in for this. This is the most exciting <laughs> conversation I can get. Tweed and tartan. <laughs> I'm going to continue. Um, so the House of Lords supposedly smells of um, urine, and actually, it's where we get. Um, you know, do you know the English idiom "take the piss"? Take the piss out of somebody. Yeah. Uh, originally, I mean, Newcastle upon Tyne was the biggest producer of urine for uh, tweed manufacturers. So this this idiom comes from the time when actually urine was was the piss was actually bought from. Newcastle upon time. I'm going back to reading my cup here. My Why? Mind. That's interesting. Montenegrin Commandments. Let's read the first one. Man is born tired and lives to get a rest. Number two. Uh, love thy bed as you love thyself. No, stop it. This is, this is it. I think we have different ideas about what is interesting. Okay. Describe the most interesting situation that you could imagine. Describe your perfect dinner party table. My perfect dinner party yes, table? Yes. Which three guests what? would you invite? Oh, people. So I have to have people there. Yeah. No, I'm not saying what kind of items of conversation would you have on the table. Mm, that's a very good I'd have question. a sculpture of, um, I'd have a Rodin sculpture in the middle, and then just a single grape mm. fractured next to it, and whatever three three guests. I, okay, okay, I can't really think of. This is made out of the perfect three guests, but okay, I would definitely two. like to have. Um. I think Churchill's got to be there for sure. Churchill? Would you Churchill. have Hitler? No. That, oh, maybe. No, that's too... I don't think he's that interesting. I mean, he's interesting, but he's not super complicated. Um, Churchill, definitely. He's just kind of a character. Who else would I put there besides Churchill? I don't know if I could talk to Churchill for that long. He's kind of an asshole. Well, he'd, 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 make, it, he'd make it quite fun. Probably. Um, I'm trying to also not make it just... World War Two centered. Let's get somebody else. Uh, Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. And let's get somebody not political. Um, so Churchill, Gorbachev, and oh man, who else can I get in there? Stephanie. Me. That'd be Stephanie. Oh, that's so sweet. Me. One. Yeah. What would I be doing? Like mediating the conversation between Churchill and Gorbachev. You could translate. 
<laughs> I don't speak Russian. Oh, Hi. finally it happens. A man has to. Well, he speaks bathroom. English though, doesn't he? Beautifully. Yes. A yes. man going to the bathroom. So we have Thank you for asking now. me. I would like to invite. I would probably invite um, oh, yeah, so Byron, previous poet in England. Mm -hmm. I would invite Mr. Spencer, <laughs> my previous history teacher from um, school, and I would invite Michael Jackson because I love him. I don't know if he'd be really interesting to talk to, though. What would we talk about? No, anyway, we wouldn't. You just have to answer my questions. Like, why did he turn himself white? Oh, he'd virtually go vulgaris, and he didn't turn himself white, and it's a well-documented disease where it removes the melanin. Wait, 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 Stop! Wait. Not listening to my stories! Do you want to say something? Yes, let's introduce you. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you sure? Yes, I'm fine. Okay, he just declined yeah. speaking as if you were offering him a sweet. Like, I'm, I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> he was also really not wanting to be in his room. Why? We don't smell. We have Even guys in the office now, though. You know, guys in the office. Which is a new development at our company. Yeah. Usually it's just a gaggle of ladies, a gaggle of girls. A gaggle is nice, nice. Yeah, in English we have uh, lots of different words for groups of animals. Yeah. A gaggle of girls. Usually Collective it's a gaggle nouns. of geese. Um, Collective nouns are often not in the dictionary because they're just simply not used enough. And most of the time they're quite fun and you can you make just your Google, own like, What's your favorite collective of, noun? You, for like animals, you mean? For anything. For anyone? Like, you can have you can, you can Like have, make one up? You can make one up. I like a parliament of owls. I think oh, that's lovely. Parliament of owls. Uh, a murder of ravens. Murder of ravens is good. Is it ravens or crows? Ravens, I think. What's a crow then? I think murder of crows. Maybe. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't really know the difference between a crow and a, a raven. Ravens are... If there was a lineup, I wouldn't be able to differentiate between the two of them. Hmm. Um, it's an army of frogs. Is this an army of frogs? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a wisdom of parrots, I think. Wisdom. Hmm. A wisdom of parrots. Yeah. It's uh, just a kittens, a kindle of kittens. Isn't that cute? Kindle. A kindle of kittens. What is a kindle anyway? Besides a. It doesn't have to be a real word. Besides a reading. It's a kindle device. of kittens. I think it's a door. Well, kindle. Kindling is kindling. Isn't it like is a small, very dry pieces of wood which you use to start mm, a fire? Kindling. Sense. I think that's quite. Nice. So basically, we almost did a grammar point there when we did collective nouns. So. You know, in British English, they usually use the plural for collective nouns. So the government are unhappy. Yeah. But in American English, which the government is. So the think of our government as individuals, each one represented by the people. They'd also the family are. Yeah. Which the family is. Team I think are, it depends on. Is. I think I could oscillate between them depending on context. There's a few that that I, we do I use. I think for instance, like the band. So you're talking about a band. The band. Like the music band. The band, the band, the band are band. the band is. Well, I was the band is. But there's a few I, in I, American I, English that we do use. The police are. For example, we say yeah, the police are. Places. Staff are unhappy, probably. Like so it depends is. how you're going to say it, because if I say the staff is new, I'm talking about one collective thing, but if I say the staff are unreasonable, <laughs> I'm probably criticizing each individual member. So Not it that really we're comes to down. No, 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 we don't we don't criticize. We don't have staff. What do we have? Employees. When I was um when I first moved to Germany I was in an office uh, when I was studying. I was in an office with I believe it was a Danish guy initially. And um, so I was there first, and like a month or two later, he came. 
and he came into the office and I stood up to greet him and he asked my name and I said Steph and at this point he like sat down and like stopped speaking to me and I was like okay fair enough fine and a couple of um days passed and he said to me why are you still here and I said what are you talking about I this is my station this is where I work uh, and he said but your staff and I was like no my name is Steph he thought I was some administrative staff that just like come in and was doing some little filing and then was about to leave. But I didn't think it speaks highly of him that as soon as I said that I was stuck, he just you. absolutely, yeah. like genuinely, his hand almost dropped. He was like, like oh, oh, you're the hell. I don't, yeah, essentially, yes. And I felt like, you don't be such an idiot. That's an awful way to react. And then he literally was like, why are you still here? In the, in the previous time. He was um, a very odd character, actually, Christian. Christian, he liked juggling. Juggling. Yes. And was the, um, the, I guess, director, leader, manager, whatever the word is, of a juggling club, head you of were. juggling club. Did you get, a, did get a letter for that? No, there was no letters there was for juggling club. no letter club. for juggling club. It was, uh, in fact, it was basically the least cool thing you could do. That was before I got cool. Before you, oh, before you got cool. That's At which point did you get cool? It was like junior year. Those years, <laughs> you the, third, the third year of high school. Hmm. So what happened? Uh, I had a German exchange student, and he was really popular, and he brought his popularity with so onto me. Really? Yeah. So there was this literally trans. Well, he actually he went to a different uh, high school <coughs> than me, uh, so he went to different schools. And but you sort of stood he next to him. He was popular just because just because he was German. Everybody wanted to be the German kid, and uh, like, oh, you like chicken beer, Jagermeister, ooh, and then stuff like that, and um, and so I went to like parties at at the other school and met people from the other school and became popular like that. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I... I mean, I wasn't, like, super popular. I think I just wasn't the head of Juggling Club anymore. <laughs> oh, did, you, did that have to disappear? That had to go, yeah. Oh, that that's to, so sad. I had to keep that my persona. I can still juggle, though. Oh. I'm not going to show... Stephanie right well, now. Christian was an excellent juggler. He could juggle eight balls. And eight? The, oh, no, no, wow. but he was he did it as that. a kind of ridiculous uh, personal challenge. And occasionally in the middle of the day, he'd like get up and he'd say, because he spoke quite really strangely, he'd like, Steph, I'm going to do a challenge. And I would have to get out the stopwatch and he'd juggle. How like, long you juggle? Yeah, eight? how long you do it. And I would keep a record in a little spreadsheet about his challenges. Um, but he liked singing. He he didn't have Tourette's, but he didn't realize what he was doing. So he loved singing Christina Aguilera. Gonna get dirty. And one time... He, he quite, didn't have Tourette's. He didn't have Tourette's, but I mean, he wasn't just saying individual words. He would just start singing quite loudly. And one day he was singing, doing his usual, gonna get dirty. And this is when what? a kind of really, uh, uh, um, a scientist like next door who was French. French. And he came in and, and he was being really polite. He was like, oh, what's what's going on here? And I understood it to mean, like, shut up, you're disturbing us. And Christian was like, I'm just thinking, Christina Aguilera. And he was like, do you want do you want to see the video? And the French guy's like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. Maybe you could just keep the volume like a little bit low. He's like, okay. So it was really tough being in the same office with him because he was a little bit insane. But adorable. This is why I uh, don't hang out with people from the maths department. No, he was dating his, he told me something very, very adorable. So he'd done his PhD under, well, he had obviously a professor. And then he started dating the professor's daughter. 
and he was explaining to me the tricky situation of not being able to split up with her while he still hadn't established his own career. It seems like that could... was a big mistake. There was some foresight there that could have saved him a lot of Yeah, but he, he didn't, and, and it was kind of a bit stressful for him, I think. I, I, I don't feel really that bad for him. You didn't feel that bad for Christian? He was... Oh, he seems like an asshole. He, had, he was really interested in singing songs about shit. He, he loved this German song that Ich liebe dich, obwohl du scheiße bist. Was die anderen sagen, das ist mir egal. Du bist zwar scheiße, doch bei mir erste Wahl. Ich mag deine Art, genau wie sie ist, obwohl du richtig scheiße bist. Ich liebe dich, obwohl du scheiße bist. Like, I love you even though you're shit. And there's this awful YouTube kind of viral clip of it. It's so frustrating. And that was an, another one of his repertoire, along with uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, he for some re unknown reason, he was kind of crazy. All right, well, it's getting up to the time for me to go to the Samsung, Mark. And um, Okay, so, so let's just have a little... Oh, little I'm tired. You're tired, you're tired. It's okay. You'll be fine. You're going to... Oh, bursting in. Um, let's, okay, so title. Uh, title, title. I'm just going to call it the one where Miles is wearing a football shirt. That's a long title. The one where Miles is wearing a football shirt. What Cook? Cook Central. Okay, then we can't call it that. What else can we what call it? What should we it? call our podcast? Today? What can we call this episode? I still think the one where Miles is wearing a... Manuel Neuer jersey? Okay, come on, let's be inventive. Let's get these creative juices flowing. I'm going to have to go to Samsung and explain to them why I'm wearing a jersey. Yeah, you, sh you should. You should say. Okay, so I'm just going to call it Miles's football jersey. No, that's such a bad one. That's such a, okay, it's not interesting. There's not going to be any views. Who wants to listen to one? Well, as opposed to Chess Varsity from last time. That's <laughs> that one was Chess Varsity. <laughs> we haven't released it yet, but... Oh, when boy. we do, I imagine we're going to have more than the 58 listeners, which listens well, to a lesser I'm going to be, yeah, well, first of all, that one was more interesting. We break <laughs> the unattainable 100. I'm not going to lie, if you guys skip Chess Varsity, you're not going to be missing that one. Yeah, we did, we had a discussion after Chess Varsity, and we both feel that we didn't come across excellently, so. Um, Maybe we'll just kibosh that one. No, we will not kibosh, because we, we, we did it, I already edited it, so. So it's got to be there. All right. So okay, let's just call no it. No edits. Um, no regrets. That's, shall we call it no regrets? No, no. I, well, I'm not regretting that I wore a soccer jersey today. I'm actually a little bit regretting. I'm, I'm calling I'm, it the unironed dress shirt. The unironed dress. That's a little more uh, intriguing. That sounds like I'm a, a mystery novel. I'm calling it the, the unironed, unironed dress shirt. shirt. It could definitely be a the mystery, mystery novel. of the unironed dress shirt. What Miles should have worn today? The unironed dress shirt. Yeah, now you dress shirt next time. All That's right. what I'm calling it. Okay, well, we need to get off. So, I'm getting out of um, here. I'm <laughs> flying to Samsung, trying not to be late. Okay. Like all my students. Um, okay. God. Be less bitter. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Okay. And we're out of here. All right, guys. See you next time. Hopefully bye. with Ricardo. Oh, yes. Bye-bye. Testing, testing. Oh, it worked first time. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. What if, like, Ron sees that or something? I didn't know what Kirk meant. Do you think he does? Yeah. Oh. Well, why don't I know these words?
Because you're a girl. I am. You don't need to know what a cuck is. Well, I'm 